Welcome to Hello Me, It's Me, Vulnerable AF, a podcast hosted by Nikki D. Lovely. That's really just her diary disguised as a podcast, but who cares? You're here for it. Join in as she addresses her self-reflections on life, love, and dating, and gives us all the tea by being more vulnerable than she ever has with herself and the world. So let's get started in today's episode with Nikki D. Lovely, already in progress. Hello, beautiful people. Here I am again. I hope that you're doing well on this. I don't know if it's a beautiful day or a solemn day or whatever day it is. Let's just be happy that we are present in this moment and we are here to fully become our better selves. In this episode, I am going to touch on the subject of, huh, I was about to say transparency. I don't know why that came to my head because that's not really, that's not really what I was going to go toward today, but that's kind of where the spirit's leading me. So I guess maybe we can touch on transparency. Oof, dang. Why are we touching on transparency? Now, (laughs) let's hold that thought. We We will come back to that. What I did want to talk about before that was given to me um, was the common denominator in why my last two relationships did not work out since I started dating. Woo! Okay, I see you. Um, the common denominator was kind of like that, that Taylor Swift song, you know, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Because I was a common denominator, I noticed in the last two relationships that I've I've had. But I'm also getting that transparency or lack thereof transparency on both fronts. Wow. May have, may really be the answer. So let's go back a little bit. Because you might be listening to me like, what, Nikki, what the heck are you talking about? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You know, I don't keep you in the dark too long. So I started talking to this guy in January that I really liked. I think I liked his personality more than anything. He was just really charismatic. Man, like I was always laughing. I was laughing my ass off around this dude. Like everything was funny. The only thing I didn't like about him was that he smoked and drank. And for me, I feel like I don't have to have that to have a good time. But I realized that every time I was around him, he did kind of, not every time, not not every time. But a lot of the times when I was around him at night, he did do that. So that was like one of my only negatives. Aside from the fact, two, that was one of them. Two, he was very busy. And I noticed that I was more of an anxious, if you know anything about, um, relationship types I was becoming like an anxious type around him and he's was more of an avoidant so his avoidance was making me anxious for the most part the fact that I always had to reach out to him and ask him what was going on and kind of like what's he thinking of me that's kind of how I am I need reassurance and if I don't get it and if I'm not talking to you then I get anxious and usually I'm only anxious with avoidance But, you know, it makes sense because they're avoidant. So (laughs) they kind of make you a little anxious. Anyway, 
was really feeling this guy. We had an incident that occurred that made me see him in a different light, like overnight. And I'm not going to go into much depth about what happened. But I will say how he handled the situation kind of turned me off. And because I was turned off, I kind of gave him an ultimatum. And it was like, I didn't really like how you approached that situation. You know, we had two different, we were really on the same accord um, about things. But I didn't like that. I just didn't like how he was handling the situation. Well, let's just put it like that. So I go back. And I tell him, I told him I needed somebody who's most emotionally available. And he wasn't. And I felt like I was dealing with like some stuff by myself. You know, I was going through a lot of emotions and I was trying to reach out to him. And I really didn't feel like he was emotionally available to me. So because I didn't feel like he was emotionally available, I learned in that moment that he was not emotionally available. Right. This seems like this seems like uh, a pattern here with me is getting emotionally unavailable men, even still, which is really interesting to me. So he came back because I like, again, I like periods on the end of my sentences. I don't like just, you know, things dragging out because he wasn't contacting me. And so I hit him up and I'm like, what's going on? And then he's like, you know, you do deserve better than what I can give you. I'm sorry. I really respect you. I don't want to upset you, you know, and all that. So that was the end of that relationship. Two days later, I start talking to someone else. And that guy, I recently ended it with. I will talk about that in another podcast. That guy, I recently ended it with. There was no emotional connection with him either. Because when I look back, even though it had been three months, I didn't really know that much about him. And he didn't really know that much about me. Our connection was really more physical, I feel. And also, we kind of connected on, like, we're similar types of people. So, like, I could look at him and kind of tell, like, he's a good person. I think he could look at me and kind of tell, like, overall, I'm a good person, too, you know? And I think that's what we connected on. And it was like, I was like, oh, I can learn about the rest of the stuff later. Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I have a lifetime to learn about him. But honestly, like, we really needed that connection earlier, kind of going in. And I don't feel like he was willing to kind of put in the work to do it later, And maybe it was me. Maybe I'm not as emotionally available as I think I am. Again, why the name of this podcast is called The Common Denominator. Because in both of those situations where I'm saying that the other guys aren't being open with me, I also was not being open with them. But I will say it's not because I didn't want to. I really did want to get into a place where I was able to put myself in a vulnerable position with them and to be able to talk to them about certain things. I just don't feel like, and and I'm not putting any blame on them because I may have been able to find a way to do it. I just never was able to. And I consider myself a good communicator. I consider myself someone who's able to get things out of people, ask the right questions and talk to people. But 
I don't know if you've ever been around some people before you talk to them and you ask them a question and then they kind of shut it down kind of early. Like they either give you like yes or no answers or they don't fully go into what it is they really would like to say. I have been guilty of this. I've been guilty of this because um, even in the last relationship I was in, the guy came to me and asked me a question and I kind of was, eh, no. And it wasn't really like a yes or no question. He was like, you know, we really haven't talked about this. Like, how do you feel? And I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. Like, I gave him like a short answer. And I even surprised myself because honestly, I wanted to open up more. I just kind of felt we hadn't gotten to that place yet. And I was like, Nikki, this is your chance. Go ahead and tell him how you feel. But nope, I'm just like, eh, nah. Which goes back to, let's go back to the word that you know, I was given in the beginning of this podcast, which was transparency. I was not being transparent in that moment in answering this man's question. And maybe he actually had the same feelings I've been having, whereas I really don't know this person. We're really not getting anywhere. She's not opening up. He's not opening up. I'm not asking. He asked me a question and I didn't ask and I didn't answer it. If I could take that back, I would go back and just, you know, (sighs) this is what it was. I took a a breath there because I just got a text message from somebody else I'm talking to. And you know what really sucks about dating is when something doesn't work out. And this is just probably, it may just be a me thing because for me, I'm dating with a purpose. And if something doesn't work out with someone I'm talking to, and I feel like, okay, that's the end. I give myself like a week to mourn, and then I tell myself, jump back on the horse. You're not going to find it if you're not out there. You know, you're not going to find it if you're not on that horse. But I mean, is that really the case? Is it really the case? Because I'm getting this text message from this new person, and my, but my heart is still wanting it to be the other person and I know I'll get over this I got over the first person like the first guy I was talking to like I was just so into him and then I was able to get over him and I started talking to this guy and but maybe that's my problem if me being the common denominator is I'm just able to jump from one and be like ugh, whatever I don't care that didn't work out and then jump to the next one and I'm like oh whatever that didn't work out I mean who's to say that that's wrong even if you if you lose a game, you have to get back out there and play again if you want to win. Like, that's the way I look at it. So who's to say that that's wrong? But at the same time, you know, Nick, you haven't really given yourself time in between time to figure out what you're doing wrong. But am I not? Because we're having this conversation right now, me to me. Me to me, we're having this conversation right now that I am the common denominator between what is going on between me and the last relationship's And what could possibly go wrong in my next one? And ultimately, the podcast Let It Go, where I basically say to myself, you know, you have to learn how to let things go and take the lessons from it. I'm taking the lessons. I'm taking the lessons from this. Does it hurt like hell? Yes, it does. Like it hurts to have to keep going from one person to the next. And especially for me, like, I was literally celibate for five years. I never gave my heart to anybody. Or when I did give my, because I was trying to heal from giving my heart to the wrong person and dating men who were actually good for me. And now 
I'm healed from that person. And I'm like, fudge. I'm dating now with an open heart. My heart is open to these men. Maybe my heart shouldn't be so open. But I don't want to give half of myself. I really want to be 100% committed to the process. How do you commit to a process where the other person says they're committed to the process as well? But they're really not. Like, I keep getting, like, these imposters. I keep getting people who say they're ready. But they're not. I keep getting these men that say, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a wife. And I'm like, okay, Nikki, what are you doing to scare these men off? Because I'm just being myself. But at the same time, I think what it is is like when I love, I love hard. And when my heart is open, which is probably one of the reasons why I don't open my heart up very much. When my heart is open, it is like wide open. Like my nose is wide open. It's like nosebleed section open. You know what I'm saying? Whew. It's hard. It's hard out here. It really is. It's really hard out here trying to date. And there's a reason why I cut myself off for five years, but I promised myself I was not going to cut myself off anymore. I've been hiding. I literally have been hiding for the last five years. I've been hiding for the past five years. I can't hide anymore. I don't want to hide anymore. Like, the funny part is, before I started dating, I had convinced myself I wanted to be single for the rest of my life. I was like, I understand why people are single. I'm good by myself. I have my girls. I have my life. You know, I got things I'm trying to do. Like, I'm good. And even talking about it now and getting myself back into that mode, that's like a totally different mode. That's like go mode. Like, yeah, I don't need nobody. But yo, listen to me when I tell you this. Since I have opened up my heart, even though that shit hasn't panned out, I've learned that love is a beautiful thing. I would be lying to myself if I said that I did not want to experience it again. I really do enjoy being loved or loved on or like, giving love that's just who i am i consider myself to be a very loving person i have so much love to give but then it's like where is the guy that's like me that's sitting at home ready to pour into someone he's just waiting for her where where is that guy where is my guy i know i can't meet him if i'm not out there I know if I can't meet him if I'm not being transparent about what I want. Thank you. Guy upstairs for that one. I I can't. You can't. No one can. We're not we're not really made to be alone. We're social creatures. And in this day and time there's more singles than anybody else ever in any generation ever. Which means In my book, there's a lot more lonely people who tell themselves, and I know, I know because I've been that person who's told themselves, I'm good, I'm misindependent, I'm sick, I'm tired. No, I'm not good. I'm not good. And I'm going to say it. I'm not good. I really do want someone, and I'm okay with saying that. Where before, I think I was trying to convince myself that I was good. 
And I'm not saying that people who say it are trying to convince themselves because honestly, I in that moment, I really felt good. Like I said, even as I said, like I got into my independent mode, something in my brain just switched to the left. And it was like, oh, yeah, we miss independent now. Like we're good. And so maybe I have to call on her, but I don't want to call on her. I don't want to call on her. I don't. Where is my where is my mister? Because I want him. That's what I want. I want him to show up. I want him to tell me what he wants. I want him to tell me that what he wants is me. I want him to tell me that, like, we're getting married tomorrow and I can move in or we're about to buy a new house or, like, whatever it is, we're doing this shit together. That's what I want. That's what I want. If I'm being 100% honest with myself and to me, to you, me, listen, me, I'm talking to you. If I'm being 100% honest with what I want, is that. And you know what? I understand that sometimes you have to go through some trials and tribulations to get there. I've heard this quote before where people say, I'm glad that nothing else or nobody else in my life worked out before I met my husband because he was who I was supposed to be with. And if I had dealt with all these other clowns before I got to him, I would have missed out on who he was. And so I'm holding true to that. I'm holding true to that. And I'm being transparent with that. I'm being transparent. And in this moment, I am going to say to you, to me, me to me, saying to you, do not forget to be transparent with your spouse. Be transparent. If you're in a dating game right now, be transparent about who you are. Be transparent about what you're looking for. Be transparent to yourself. Like, I really want you to sit with yourself and ask yourself, Am I really okay with where I am now? And if you are, cool. Because again, I tell you, left side of my brain is saying, yeah, single girl, we good over here. But my heart? Hmm. <laughs> now my heart is saying something different. My heart is saying, girl, I'm open. I'm open over here. Either you need to protect me, save me. I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to do all that. I, I want. As much as my heart has been hurting, and I, and I would like to apologize to you for putting you out here and, like, just <laughs> allowing these men to, like, just break you down, baby girl. I want to apologize to you right now, okay? I apologize. But we got to go through this storm together, okay? We got to go through this storm together because I feel like on the other side of this, on the other side of me being transparent with you, on the other side of being transparent with my audience, on the other side of being transparent with myself, with my mind, is my husband, is my man. I'm not saying that I'm living to be with no man because that's not how I operate. But I'm also saying I'm not lying to you and saying that I don't want him because I do. And I'm just, I'm just being real with myself. So on that note, on being real with myself and in being real with you. And in this conversation from me to me, I just want you to know that what you're going through right now is not without a purpose. At the end of this, you are going to get everything that God has promised you. He said he had something beautiful for you. Remember like 20 years ago when you got on your knees and you prayed, you said, God, what is this all about? He said, don't even worry about it. I got something beautiful for you. And he does. Just stick with the program. Keep your heart open. Take the lessons. 
because there are going to be those lessons with everybody you meet. Be transparent, right? Be transparent with the people that you meet because that's going to help weed out the men that aren't supposed to be in your life. The more transparent and open you are about what you want and who you are and what you've been through. Do you hear me, baby girl? Do you hear me? The more transparent you are about where you've been, who you are, and what you've been through is going to get you closer to who you're supposed to be with and also what you're supposed to be doing. So on that note, I'd like to thank you for listening to me, ramble to me, but also to you. And I hope at the end of the day, you have learned something that is something that you can take away from what I am going through. Because in the end, I feel like it is our job, not really our job. Let me take that back. I feel like it is something that we're supposed to be doing in terms of helping other people is sharing what we're going through, sharing our processes, and sharing ourselves. And that is, if nothing else, if there's nothing else you'll take away from this, I hope you take away that in my transparency, it can help you to be a little bit more transparent as well. That's all. That's all I ask. And with that being said, I just want to say to me, for me, I love you. Genuinely, openly, and honestly. And I want nothing but the best for you. And that's really all I've got to say about that. So we'll end it on that note. And I'll just say, I love you. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Hello Me, It's Me with Nikki D. Lovely. Just remember, you can't change who you were yesterday, but you can always learn and grow to become a better version of yourself today. So make sure you do the mental work today for the future you tomorrow, and I will see you next week. And in the meantime, make sure that you check me out on my Instagram at Nikki D. Lovely or one underscore broke underscore mama. You can also find me at NikkiDLovely.com and check out my book, No F Boys Allowed. I also have a poetry book coming out pretty soon, so just a little shameless plug. But either way, I will see you guys next time, and thanks again.